0: Episode thirty-two of the We Are
1: Everywhere podcast. Um, real quick, thank you to everyone that's been checking out the podcast. Whether it's you know a follow, a subscribe, a like, um, it means the world to me. And I love getting to do this and hear you know people's stories that I know, people's stories that I don't know. Um, and if you want to be on a future episode, um, shoot me an email right here. Uh for those of you that are just listening, it's sttf.weareverywhere at gmail.com. For episode 32, we've got Ian Ziegle stepping up at the last minute and saving the day. What's up, Ian? How's it going? It's going good, man. It's going good. You know, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and I was just like thanking you for, you know, because I like to be more prepared on these and you know we had a, a last minute cancellation so thank you for stepping up last minute and and taking the taking the slot so we didn't have to cancel and i'm excited to hear your story um because last week's episode um Shane uh you know he's the one do you know Shane or do you know a friend of a friend of Shane
0: I I know a friend of Shane i was i was connected to Shane Okay, because yeah. <laughs> I was like, he was like, hey, he just
1: sent me your number. He was like, I got a guy for you. I was like, dope, let's go. And then uh, found you on social media. And I was like, hold up. I was like, we have a lot of the same friends. And a lot of them were from Oklahoma, which is where I'm originally from. Uh, so we can get into that um, mm-hmm. as part of your story. Um, but before we do, and this might tie into it, um, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Well, let's let's
0: get to know Ian. Yeah, uh, my name is Ian Ziegle. I'm from originally from Miami Beach, Florida, and I'm 23 years old. Um, I've been pretty pretty into fish, pretty obsessed with fish for the past I don't know five years or so. Um, I've been going to a bunch of shows, and I feel like the more I go to, like the more I want to go to. Which is, <laughs> it's like, addicting. <laughs> it is addicting. It's, it's uh, I think it's like one of the better things to be addicted to but it's (laughs) It's safe yeah it's safe i mean i think it you know it's a really good motivator like to just just hustle and grind and you know yeah because the more you do the more the more shows you can go to and the more the more you can enjoy it Um, yeah but it's definitely definitely an addiction um so are you in florida right now yeah yeah so i'm in i'm in miami florida right now i've kind of moved around a bunch in the past couple of years I, i grew up in miami um i lived in boston um, and I also lived in Oklahoma city, uh, for a year recently, I was working, um, working as a, as a brand ambassador for a brand called love your brain, which is, uh, if you know, um, the flaming lips and Wayne Coyne, who are like Oklahoma, uh, local legends, uh, Wayne has yes. his own edibles company called love your brain. Um, and I, uh, know somebody here in Miami, who's a partner, um, who I've known for many years and, um, we, I wound up doing some work with them and working as like a brand rep for love your brain for, for year in OKC. Um, so that's how we have all those mutual connections to just through people I met in the cannabis industry out there.
1: That's cool, man. So are you, so is that the, the field that you're in is the cannabis industry?
0: Kind of I've, I've bounced around and a sure. bunch of different fields. So I actually, I went to college for, um, for film production, um, nice. which I was kind of, which is kind of the path I thought I was going to go down. Um, I, COVID kind of hit in the middle of my schooling, so. Uh, yeah, because you it, said
1: you're what, 23? I'm 23.
0: Yeah. yeah. Damn, so dude. 2020, March 2020 was the second semester of my junior year. Um, <sighs> so that kind of, I had to sort of pivot at that point. Um, and I wound up um, doing a little bit of work, uh, just started working in as a bud tender at a dispensary here in Florida, just to like, just to get something, just to, to do something. And sure. then do that. I, I reconnected with a friend who was working with Love Your Brain, um, who uh, who graciously invited me to uh, to move out to Oklahoma and you know and, and work for them, and so that was a really cool experience. I did that uh, for about a year, um, and then recently I actually moved back to Florida. Um, I'm currently working um, for like a sales sales and marketing um, company with like technology companies, um, and I'm also on the side taking classes again online. Um, related to like bookkeeping and accounting i'm hoping to start my own like bookkeeping solutions uh, freelance business in the next year so that right now cool man that's
1: yeah it's one of those things to where it's like it's already hard enough being like in your early 20s like just getting out of college, trying to figure out life. You're like, what do I do? Like, how do I like, what the world is your oyster? And then fucking COVID on top of that. Like, so, but shout out to you from like making moves and like, you know, trying and different things. So I'm curious, had you ever been to uh, Oklahoma before? Cause going from Miami to OKC, I'm sure that was somewhat of a culture shock, right? Huge
0: culture. He took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. Huge culture shock.
1: <laughs> but that's cool that you were working with uh, with Wayne. Like, did you were you working with him like hands on, like, or were you like working with a team? Or
0: yeah, like we we had a nice little small team, um, and yeah, I, I got to work with him um, fairly often. And you know, he's a, he loves the gummies, obviously. So like, whenever he wanted some, um, you know, I would like. I would make the connections so that he could get some and stuff. And, um, he, he did, um, I remember we got to do a really cool event with him in the plaza district, you know, the plaza, mm-hmm. kind of show, um, where they actually, they did an exhibit of a bunch of his, um, of his art, which is a lot of the inspiration behind the love your brain brand is how he uses, um, you know, cannabis and other, other things as part of his creative process. Yeah. Um, and so we did an art exhibit, um, with these paintings that, um, that were kind of part of the origin story of love your brain. And he actually set up um, with like a spin art machine um, and spun canvases. And it was, it was all just free. He just let people come by and put their canvas on his thing. And he would make a little piece of art. Actually, this is, this is mine that he made for me. Oh, So he made that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which was super cool of him to do. Right on dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. So uh, didn't spend much time in Oklahoma back in Miami. What's, I'm curious because for those of you that are watching this, I don't know when you're watching this. It might be today. (laughs) It's always today, (laughs) but it might not be cold is what I'm saying. But right now it is it is literally the middle of December and Mm -hmm. I'm in Michigan. So it's 30 degrees right here now covered in snow. What's the weather like in Miami?
0: Not snowy. (laughs) No shit.
1: (laughs) What are you like, 70s, 80s?
0: Yeah, yeah, 70s, 80s. Um, nice. it, we get a little, a nice little breeze here and there this time of year, you know, some nice wind. It's yeah. kind of like, um, I don't know, maybe like Southern California kind of weather, how mm-hmm. it is here around there. That's how it is in the winter here.
1: Man, I'm jealous. <laughs> but I will say, Michigan is nice in the summer, but dude, these winters are like... Brutal. Brutal, yeah. It is, it is gorgeous there in the summer. Dude, yeah, it is. Uh, especially up north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny because my first fish show was in Miami, New Year's 2009. Um, so I'm a little bit older than you. Um, when, what does your fish story look like? How did you discover fish? How did you get into them? When was the first time you heard them? When did it click? So
0: it's there's kind of – A bunch of different proms because my my parents they're not really into fish but they were really into the grateful dead and did go see a bunch of grateful dead shows back in their day um so just through that right and through some of their friends fish has always was always like on my radar at least to some extent you knew of them yeah i knew of them um When I was 14, um, I was in a a sleepaway camp, but my counselor was a huge Fish fan, went to like a bunch of shows. So that was kind of my first real introduction to like their music. Like he would wake us up to like, you know, run like an antelope, something like that. That would be like the morning alarm and stuff. That'll get you up. Oh yeah, (laughs) for sure. Um, So that was like my first, like first really intro to like their music. And then I remember a year later also, I went to the movie theater stream of fairly well and so i got to see trey perform with the the members of the dead Very um, cool. and at that point like i still wasn't like like necess- it, I, it didn't necessarily click for me yet mm-hmm. but i at least could see the connection that the images that the musicians had with the audience and how special it was and like to my parents how special it was to them right and how unique that was um for you know a band and their fans to really have like that bond mm-hmm. um so then as I got a little older, like I remember like towards the end of high school, like I was really into Radiohead and um, I think it was the, the Baker's Dozen, I think was like the summer before I started college. And so oh. I remember seeing an article about how Fish had done um, everything in its right place on Lemon Night and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And And then through oh. that, I kind of started checking out just like different things, different YouTube videos here and there so my interest was a little bit peaked it wasn't until 2018 though that i actually got to a show and i did my first show the anniversary is coming up it was the 28th of the garden run in 2018. so your first show was at msg at msg nice so that was really really great um and i was able to do the first and the third night of that run and after that experience it was i was hooked
1: (laughs) (laughs) for sure man that's that's wild so um 2018 is the the jumping off point for where you dive in and you're like Mm -hmm. okay like this and i can only see i'm i still haven't been to msg and it's one of those things i've talked to i've talked a lot on this podcast about like having like those badges if you will it's like you know you hit like a certain show count it's like it feels like you got a badge or like you meet a member of the band and you got a badge. It's like these like weird way to look at it. And I feel like you, there's a huge badge with seeing fish at MSG and I've just never gotten it. So that's cool that that was your first intro to it. Yeah. And it's cool that both of our first shows were new year's runs. So that's kind of cool that we have that in common. Just Definitely. if mine was in your hometown, <laughs> yours yeah. is MSG. That's cool, man. So, 2018 is the jumping off point. You're like, boom, it's clicked. Like, I mm-hmm. experienced it. Um, How long after that are you just like, okay, like, I'm giving Fish all my money.
0: <laughs> so, I actually, I know the exact moment that I sold my soul to Fish. Okay. It was Harry Hood in Providence in 2019, the end of the, the second set of the second show, the Harry Hood that they played. After okay. that, I was like... I'm selling my soul to this band. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Doing whatever I can like, to see them as many. Doing times as Doing whatever I can, to see them as much as possible,
1: <laughs> dude. So, um, so 2018, it's it's you're fairly new into like seeing them, but that doesn't mean much. I've seen people that have you know gotten in and then been like, okay, they have the means to just like do every show like that's from there on out. So at this point, how many shows have you seen?
0: I've seen. 39 shows at this point most 39. of them were just here um this summer i on a whim last minute decided to go just to a bunch of shows and um i actually i sold uh coconut water and, and ice cold water in the lots to kind of support the lifestyle and make a little yes. bread on the yeah. side keep it going you know yeah, dude. which was which was so so rewarding and yeah and worth it. it it's kind of fun i
1: did that me and my crew we did that one year i think we were at blossom uh my mom works at a grocery store so she's always like finding like the deals and things like when they're on ads and right before we left she was like hey you know we've got these bottles of water that are on sale like super cheap just like do you guys want to take any because we were driving and i was like oh hell yeah so we loaded up with a bunch of water like more water than we would be able to drink throughout the whole trip and we got to blossom. We were doing a run of shows. I was like, man, I was like, we're not gonna be able to drink all this water. Let's like try to sling some. And that was the one. And dude, they went like hotcakes. And I was like, dope, dude. we just made like 50 bucks. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. Like if you've, you know, you've never done something like that to be like, oh damn, like you can really just make some yeah. bread out here. And that's what a oh, lot of yes. people do.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, that's their job, so to speak, at least for, you know, the three months that fish is on tour. Mm-hmm. So that's cool that you kind of dove in like head first. So, oh, and real quick before I forget, I was going to ask: um, Did you ever talk to uh, Wayne Coyne about fish? Is he is he into him, or was it more of not? I really
0: I never him? got to talk to him about fish. Um, but I feel I know that there's some connections there. Like I know that Mike covers a Flaming Lips song with my Gordon band. Right. And a friend of mine was telling me I think that they saw like it was either Mike Gordon or fish and the lips at like Bonnaroo in 2003 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that I know that there's, they definitely aren't familiar with each other. In yeah. Circles.
1: And I'm going to get, I, I can already feel it. Cause as soon as that came out of my mouth, it's like one of those things that I feel like I should know. One of my friends from Oklahoma, as soon as they hear this part, they're going to be like, dude, you don't know about like Wayne and Trey, like meeting up or doing this or doing that. So I just, sure. as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, this is so, like something that I should already know. And I'm about to get <laughs> burned major for it, but right. whatever. I don't know. Maybe I do know. And I just forgot about it, but <laughs> I, I'm sure that there's been crossover or they've met at some point.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: and I'm ready to get roasted for it. So here
0: we go. Yeah. Um, knew, um, Wayne and, and Les Claypool are pretty tight. Like, when, when Primus came to OKC when I was there, I know that they were, like, hanging out backstage and schmoozing. Dude,
1: that's another back. band that I would love to see but just haven't had the chance to. Dude, Primus. Les Claypool, he, he's insane. A beast. Dude, a beast. Insane in in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, I was recently... Did you watch the... Um, what was it? 25 Years of South Park concert. It had, like, Ween and, like... Les Claypool, it was at Red Rocks. Did you catch any of that? No, but I heard about it. I yeah. It. Yeah, I I watched some of it like on YouTube or something whenever it was happening. I was like, dude, this is fucking cool. Um so, now that you're hooked, you got into fish, you're camp counselor, you saw the first show in 2018. Up to this point, you've seen 39 shows. Um are you doing the uh are you doing the New Year's run this year or? Yeah. You doing it? Yes. Nice. Okay, cool. So, you're going to break. Yeah. So, you're going to finish out 2020 with over 40 shows <laughs> in a short amount of time. And 21 of them will have been this year. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hitting the ground running, man. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so, with you, I, I'm a 3.0 kid as well. Like, we've only seen fish in 3.0. Um, but diving in, mm. I'm sure that you've like discovered and listened to everything from, you know, 1.0, 2.0, all this and that, what year do you find yourself going back to? Like, if you're, you know, it's a weekend, you're waking up, you know, cooking breakfast, like what's your go-to like, okay, I'm listening to fish. What year are you picking?
0: So this time of year, December, I feel like I'm going back and listening to a lot of fall 95 and 97 okay but um like throughout the year i also listen to a lot of current fish like a lot of 2021 and 2022 fish
1: the stuff that's Uh, just happened yeah yeah the the recent
0: stuff i mean i love i love the recent stuff i love the the style the the style of jamming today and how it's evolved and how they really listen to each other now and and like at another i think at another degree than perhaps they did before you know not 100 percent not to knock the the one point o stuff cuz obviously it's you know it's amazing and i wish i could have been there for it same but, but i love listening to the current the current stuff as well yeah so you would say so
1: fall 95 97 and then all of the you know more recent things that like more fresh recent. off dude yeah and and you touched on a point that it's it's they're they've been locked in since you know i'll say well Actually, I'm not going to say whenever I think they actually locked in because I don't want to get roasted again. But um, the locked in that they were in 1.0 is still like they were locked the fuck in. But now they're still locked in, but it's a different, the evolution. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's different styles and different types of jams listening. You know, it's and that's one of those things that kind of bums me out whenever i talk to and not everyone's like this but whenever i talk to like older people that you know have been around and you know my first show was in 92 my first show was in 94 um you get some people that are like not so much like dissing on fish now but they're just they think they want it to be the same as it was you know back in the day and it's it's you can't do it's stagnant if you do that you have to grow you have to evolve and fish has done a great job of doing that mm-hmm. and you know if you lose some people because they want it to be you know machine gun trade 94 it, whenever they're in their 60s it's not, it's not gonna happen right <laughs> you gotta grow and you gotta evolve so it it's pretty cool man um
0: yeah i think like reinventing themselves is kind of like is kind of their thing and like i remember reading in in the the Fish book by um, Parker, um, I'm forgetting his last name, but uh,
1: I have it. It's on my bookshelf. let Par-
0: me uh, just Google it real quick. Keep going. They were talking about how in '94 when Hoist came out, there were a ton of the you know fans yes. that were like, "This isn't the band that I love. What is this pop? You know, this is too way too poppy and and light and easygoing, you know." So there's always going to be some resistance, but you know, somebody said to me like said said it really well that you know if they're putting out new material and working on new stuff that means that they're creative and they're inspired and that's just a good thing for all of us because that means that it's the music's just going to be new and fresh and exciting and good 100 so, like, percent
1: embrace that you know and can you imagine being someone like in that era and like hoist comes out and you're like oh they are selling out man they're done <laughs> <Damn. laughs> jump yeah. the gun on that one yeah um the dude's name is park Peterbach. Peterbach, yeah park Peterbach. sorry if i'm butchering his name but yeah i have that same it's funny because i had that was like the first book that i got on fish because like whenever like you're going through this you know it's like your friends and your family like some friends are with you and then some friends are like what are you obsessed with (laughs) yeah exactly and your parents are like oh yeah what do you want for christmas this year and it's like anything from fish.com and I want this book. And so it's like getting all of these things. That was one of the first fish related gifts that I got. And I was like, Oh cool. And like read it front to back, like multiple times. It's, yeah. it's like the intro to, at least for people that, you know, got in it in the later time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the most impossible question ever, what is your favorite jam of all time? We've heard what eras you keep going back to, what years you keep going back to. But if you had to pick, you know, I always say Desert Island, you can take one jam with you. Mm-hmm. And that's the only fish you can listen to for the rest of your life. What are you going with? Wow. I can only pick one? Well, let's start with one and then we can t- get some honorable mentions in there.
0: <laughs> okay. Gosh. Um, just like, Gun to my head. First, first response is yeah is gonna be like maybe the Riverport Gin. Oh, I could listen to that, you know. Open up again,
1: yeah, dude. It's yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Riverport
0: Gin. Riverport Gin. I also honorable mention uh Spack Piper from two thousand four. Oh, see, I wasn't expe-
1: this is what I'm saying. I was not expecting that because I'll be honest. 2.0. I've kind of glossed over, you know. It's, I've, I've, I feel like I've heard what I've needed to hear, you know. <laughs> All the...
0: yeah.
1: So you yeah. said Spock Piper.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to
1: throw this on. Oh, four. Wow. It's that in the. Good. That one's in the belly of the beast right there yeah. <laughs> before everything just fucking fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> Spock Piper. Oh, four. I can't say that I'm familiar with
0: it, so I'll throw it on today. Um, yeah. That that's back run from 2004. Both, both nights. Maybe I would say best, best two night run from that summer tour.
1: Okay. I'll check it out. I'm very familiar with the Riverport gen, so that's a solid pick. And then now I've got some listening homework there you for, go for today um so we before we got into that we kind of touched base on like um you know when you get into fish you know some of your friends are also into fish some of your friends are like concerned families like oh what do you see in the same band over and over for so i'm sure you've experienced this like we all have
0: mm-hmm.
1: um trying to get someone to understand or get it um what show what song what jam would you play for someone that has never heard fish or that you're trying to get on the bus
0: right i think it depends a little bit on the person 100 um, percent. their interests um and like their music like if they're really into like rap and hip-hop maybe i'll play them something really groovy like a like maybe like the the prog 98 ghost or something like that mm, yeah um or I don't know, maybe if they're into pop, I may play, like, I really, I really love to show people the, um, the Niagara Falls "Slave to the Traffic Light from 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they're, if they're like all over the board and open-minded and into like Prague, maybe I'll show them like one of my favorite Reba's, which is like my yeah. favorite song.
1: Dude. Yeah. Reba boys. <laughs> Reba yeah. boys. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What's so speaking of Reba, do you have a favorite Reba of all time?
0: I go see I go back and forth like I really love um the 1994 um it's in I think it's it's like May 16th from like Monterey, California. Okay. 94 um also like the Halloween 1994 one. Sure. Um, there's a lot of good ones from fall 95 as well, like um I think it's 102595. There's like a Reba that opens the second set mm. that the compose section, there's like a couple flubs, but the jam is just like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like we got to make up
0: for it, yeah, yeah. And then um, more recently, the one in in Vegas last year was just phenomenal. Like one one of the coolest things I've seen them do live, definitely.
1: I remember conversations about that, but I'll have to go back and and re listen. Um, yeah, no, I was just curious because I found whenever I was going through in my first you know couple of years you know i found this reba and i was like oh my it was the first time that i cried during a fish jam and it was the the lowell i don't even think it's actually part of the tour i think it was like the first time they played in 95 and i'm blanking on the date right now but it was lowell reba that one's really good too and i'm like driving down the road like i-35 in oklahoma And like listening to this for the first time, like windows down, and I just like start crying. I'm like, oh my god, like this is amazing. And so like I get back home and I'm like texting all my fish buddies. I'm like, yo, you guys gotta listen to this if you haven't already. Like it just made me cry. And the only response that I got was like, overrated. Like like Halloween '94 (laughs) like kicks its ass. And (laughs) I just like had this like spiritual moment. And they're like, nah, dude, it's Halloween '94. I'm like, I get it, but like come on, (laughs) overrated jam, dude.
0: I will I will validate you though. I think that's a Mount Rushmore Reba as well, the lower sure, one. That one's so good.
1: So much emotion, yeah. So much emotion. I don't know why I'm blanking on the date right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna say May 16, 95. That's that sounds pop- right. It sounds right, if not close. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Reba boys. Um, so we all love fish, hands down. Um, but the, and you do see hate in, you know, certain areas, specifically the internet. Right. Um, so just to spike a little bit of controversy and to show that we can all like love slash hate slash hold this favorite thing that we have in the world to a standard. Um, what is one fish song that you would be okay with never hearing again?
0: Hmm. They could they could never play the line again and I would be okay with that. It's a fine so it's not bad but it's you know.
1: Yeah, no, it's I I, I laugh every they time so I hear that.
0: Buttons, you know. They yeah. could drop the line and I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about it.
1: <laughs> that seems to be out of 32 yeah. episodes that seems to be... if I had a graph. I feel like <laughs> that seems to be the the winner with uh, with everyone that I've talked to and yeah, it's um who I'm blanking on who said it, but they said like every time they play the line, that's when the line starts forming at the bathroom. (laughs) 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 Pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I could go without that too. I think, I think, uh, and not a lot of, I mean, I think a lot of people would agree with that, but then also to keep it in perspective and to be fair, you know, there's someone out there that gotta be, the line is their favorite song, and like they play that, and then they're like, "Oh my god! Like I've been wanting this. Like I've been
0: chasing this." So, yeah. one no of my actual, to those a people. friend of mine, we were at a show, and he was like, "Oh, I would love it if they played the line tonight." I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten that one. I was like, "All right, cool, <laughs> cool." Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. Hey, different
1: strokes for different folks, man. Yeah. Um, so Fish is known for doing their covers um, and uh, Billy Joel, I think was the famous person that was like uh, whenever they were battling for New Year's and he was overrated like cover band, overrated cover band. It's like, uh, yeah, they're one. They're not overrated 2 they're not a cover band, but they do play a lot of covers. So what really well. <laughs> Yeah, really well. <laughs> so what song would you like to see fish cover that they haven't covered up to this I haven't point
0: covered yet. Can I pick two? Absolutely. All right. The first one is carry on wayward son. Oh dude. Hold on. Hold on. Because
1: I know I want to say 94. I want to say it was one of those, like where they had, like they brought out like the acoustic shit and we're doing like bluegrass stuff. I, I say, I know, I believe they played some Kansas tunes and that may have been one of them, but I'm not 100% sure. So, this is why I need a producer for this podcast. I need a young Jamie to be like, Young Jamie, look
0: that up. Yeah.
1: Uh, but, okay. So, Carry On My Wayward Son is one you would like to see. I would What's the to other one?
0: page would just crush those organ parts. It would just. For hate. sure. <laughs> um, and then I know that um, Lamb Dies Down on Broadway is like a really popular Halloween album that a lot of people would love to see. What is uh, Lamb Dies Down on Broadway by Genesis? Um, oh. I I actually would love to see them do Selling England by the Pound by Genesis. Um, I love. There's a song on that album called The Cinema Show that I think would be really cool as well. Also, again, Page would really shine with some really cool, you know, synths and effects and stuff. Dude, um, so I'll have
1: to listen because Genesis is one of those bands that I've been aware of, but I've never like really dove into or listened to that much. Um, so I'll have to. Mm -hmm. check that out she said genesis and what was the name of the song
0: uh the cinema show off the album selling england by the pound and that's actually though that like peter gabriel era of genesis i was like kind of turned on to that by by trey and by fish and hearing them talk about how much they love those those songs and that is what got me to check those out and yeah yeah it would be sick if they did that for if they did one of those albums for halloween genesis the cinema show
1: yeah, and I'm, I'm probably going to get roasted for that, too. But it's just one of those things that never grabbed me, you know? Every time I tried, I was like, ah, it's, yeah, it's just not for me. But, yeah, I'll listen with fresh ears for the cinema show and try to imagine Fish covering it. Right on. So, um, out of your 39, soon-to-be 40-what-two shows, um, what song are you chasing that you haven't seen yet.
0: I still have not seen The Divided Sky and I take that personally. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of your like favorites? Yeah. And it took me it took me like 28 shows to get Fluffhead, which is like my all-time favorite. Oh, nice. I, I wear I have a shirt that uh you know the movie Eraserhead. Oh yeah, dude. Oh so it's the Eraserhead poster. With It uh-huh. says Fluffhead instead of a head. Dude, and I've worn man, that to a man. ton of shows. And I know Mike is a big David Lynch fan. So I always yeah. like, like Mike side. If I'm like on the floor, <laughs> like look at me, like play fluff head. <laughs> I know he you
1: <laughs> racer head, dude. I watched that in film. Oh yeah. You're film guy. I watched that in film class in high school for the first time. So this was like 2008, 2009. I was just like, Whoa, like, I wish I would have smoked before I came to class. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking eraser head. That's a cool shirt. Did you like buy it on lot or did you get it on?
0: I got it through. um, There's um, like a Facebook group I'm in that um, this guy, he's actually from Ireland and he makes like a bunch of really cool, like lot style t-shirts. And he has like a, um, he's from Ireland, but he ships them to the States. Let me see if I can find the name of his site so I can I can plug him give him a plug um, yeah um but yeah he posted in that group the designs and I was like this is so like niche and like exactly like my film interests my fish interests like all of it on one shirt I have to have this so dude it's yeah eraser I
1: haven't heard of eraser head in it's been a long time, but as soon as you said that I was like, Oh shit, like I can see it, you know. So
0: did w- yeah. did you find him? Yeah, it's um you want me to send you the link? It's a uh, cute Q- QT Inc is his uh is the name of his site.
1: Yeah, shoot me the link in this, um I think you can is there like a comments thing on here that you see like where you can add something? A private tra- oh comments, here we go. Or yeah, if you send it to Yeah, either do it in or no, do it in the private chat and then I think I can pop it up here. All right. Let me see. Okay. And let me see if I can share this. Every time I go to share something on a podcast, like there's like seven different buttons you have to click. And I feel like such a like boomer, like being like, okay, now I'm going to share my screen. Can everyone see this? (laughs) There it is, right there, dude. There it is. That's the shirt. That's awesome. So shout out to QT Inc. Shout out the, to QT Inc. Oh, he's even got the shirt. the knee hand. Ruby waves. Casvot. What are your thoughts on Fly, on Fly. on Casvot?
0: On Casvot. Um, Casvot. I think there's there's some earworms on that album for sure. I, I gotta love. I love Scandinavian prog rock. It's actually one of my favorite subgenres. So. No way. <laughs> so, oh yeah.
1: So you were like, "Oh, this is my shit." Oh yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm being, I'm being facetious. I don't, I don't know much prog <laughs> rock, but okay. Like,
1: <laughs> Damn, dude. I was like, <laughs> the, talk about like if that's one of your, if that's legit one of your things. Like you hit the fucking <laughs> jackpot with that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you imagine.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude. But.
1: So, yeah, yeah no i love that album okay it's one of those like whenever it happened i appreciated in the moment i was like dude talk about like constantly reinventing yourself like fucking dope but musically just for me i was kind of it's and it's my own fault because i have these expectations right like we all do and i'm just listening and listening and listening and i'm like man i'm like this is not what i was expecting once again like expectations but dude hats off to the can you imagine any other band where everyone's in their 50s being like hmm what are we gonna do let's create a fake band and an
0: album and do that it's like what it's so Yeah, yeah so creative the first song I ever heard live was "We Are Coming to Outlive Our Brains," which they opened the, the yeah. garden room with that year, and I'm hoping they play it at this garden room because I haven't played it this year yet. Ah, there you know go. Problem. We will come to,
1: and, and yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna shit on Caspott anymore. Um, one of the things that I did want to bring up because I've reached out to a couple of meme pages, fish meme pages, and. A lot of people that run these like to stay anonymous, you know, whether you have a if you have a controversial meme or whatever, you know, don't want people yeah. knowing <laughs> who you are. Um, but you, whenever we were first talking uh yesterday, you're like, hey, feel free to give my meme page a shout out. Um, so I'm looking through these and they're great. So like you want me to say the name of your sure, go yeah. for it. <laughs> so you run meme hinge. Mm-hmm. uh on instagram and you've got some pretty legit memes on here uh it was one spicy memes. what some spicy memes some spicy memes yeah
0: <laughs> so do you just use like a meme generator um it that started for me i think like during covid or right before covid it was just like a i i just started it as just like a fun outlet to just like de-stress and just i love i love memes (laughs) this one's my favorite (laughs) it's fucking great uh so whenever you created this did it like instantly pop off it's really hard to um to predict what's gonna pop off and what's not sometimes i make one i'm so satisfied with it i think it's hilarious and it'll get like 20 likes or something (laughs) like shit (laughs) You people have no taste, you know? But then yeah. sometimes I'll make one that's like very basic and it'll get like a thousand likes. And it's like, well, shit, the algorithm worked out for me today, you know? Dude, yeah, it's this. Yeah, I
1: deal with that on a daily basis. So I work in radio and we're mm-hmm. constantly having, you know, social media, this and that. And we make these reels and same thing, dude. We'll spend so much time and like get so creative and make a reel. And be like, dude, this is, this one's going to hit. Same thing, like 20 likes. And then we'll have one that we like, Oh, we don't know what we're going to do. And we'll just like throw something together. And then it's fucking viral. We're like, what the hell? Like, there's no
0: way to tell. Actually, speaking of meme pages, um, two people that really influenced me and got me to pull Trig and go to my first show are, I don't don't know if I should name them. I don't know if they prefer to be anonymous, but they run the meme page Fat Albert. And they're, they're a lovely couple out of Boston where I was going to school um they have a a record store there called deep thoughts jp which is like an if you're ever in boston like definitely check it out it's an awesome space on friday nights they have like a grateful dead grateful dead night um and and they have like a show in the basement every friday night where it's like a a grateful dead band um, yeah and it's great vibes there. really awesome place it's like wook mecca like the walls (laughs) are lined with it's a shrine to the whole yeah amazing and they were super, super encouraging, you know, like, oh, you gotta go you gotta check out fish. Like, trust us, you gotta go to a show. And I thank thank them for that because it just needed a little push. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've all we've push. all done it. Oh man. Um, so with you know, hearing your story, you know, if you've been seeing fish for any length of time, or you know, you could have been to one show and you're gonna come away with a hundred different stories. You're gonna see things that you never thought you would see. You're going to interact with people and be pleasantly surprised. Like, Hey, there is still good in the world. You're going to interact with people and be like, wow, these people suck. (laughs) So it's kind of all over the place. You know, it just depends Mm -hmm. on, I guess how you're looking at it. So from the time you started seeing fish up until Mm -hmm. this point right now, what are some of like the favorite, some of your favorite memories that you've made or like crazy things that you've seen? It could be at a show. It could be, road trip into the show it could be in the lot um just what are your some of your favorite memories that you've had so far with
0: that's a great question i mean so so many great memories and great friendships that i've that i've formed just through going to these shows and through this amazing community and people i've met like at my second show on the 30th i actually i lucked out i i was able to get a pit ticket for that show on the 30th (laughs) and someone just like miracled you with it or you um like... it was like a christmas present nice um and um i um i met a really a, a good friend of mine he i literally just parked on the floor and then he parked right behind me and we just started talking and hit it off and he's like one of my best friends in the world have gone to a bunch of shows together since and i know we're, we're planning to, to celebrate our, our friend anniversary on the 30th this year our anniversary <laughs> i love that um but yeah, like you see, so many crazy things. Like I remember the that Providence show uh-huh. uh, with the Harry Hood. Like coming out of the show, um, I was um, I was definitely pretty pretty altered that night uh, in an altered headspace. And there was this woman on the stairs who was like had some like dark energy and was like whacked out on meth or something. And she like she wasn't wearing shoes. It was oh. freaking, but it was like like twelve degrees outside. And I was like, I just remember I like went up to her. I was like, "Whatever you do, you take care of your shoes. It's the one thing." Like, she was like, "I don't shoes. have it."
1: Yeah,
0: damn, I dude. I don't think she even heard me. Yeah, probably
1: not. She was like, "Yeah, <laughs> dude." It's it's one of those things. You speaking of like energy. Whenever you are, I guess you don't even have to be altered, but like especially whenever you're altered. Mm-hmm this happened to me a few times because I mean, every scene not to get like too woo woo, but like every scene has to have like, it's like the yin yang, right? There's so much love and (laughs) love and light. And there's also like this dark corner of the scene that I would argue needs to exist and be regulated for it to be fully what it is. Um, And coming across, there's been multiple times, whether it's on the lot or actually in the show, you know, wandering around and you find yourself in a space and you're like, oh, this is not, this is a pocket of bad. Like, I need to get out of this. And then, like, other times you'll, you'll wander up and be and like, you're like, oh, my God, like, this feels so good. And I think that's like an interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. to all of this, because on at face value, you look at it's stereotypical. Oh, fish. Oh, it's hippy-dippy. You know, everybody loves everybody. And there is a lot of that. But there is also this this little tinge of, of darkness in the scene that, Absolutely. you know, you see some people that get overtaken with it. And then that's what they are. And it kind of poisons them. And then it, it's just whenever you're encountering that, it's best to just acknowledge it and be like, yep, this is a part of it for
0: sure. And then... <laughs> And it's See. Not ya. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah, I um I always like I think of it as like a big where's Waldo, right? Like yeah, the, the whole crowd like there's so much of everything and I love when people come as a character and they're really committed to the bit. Like in Philly this year there was this girl dressed up as like a hot dog vendor at like a baseball stadium and she was I giving that. These like gummy hot dogs <laughs> to everybody and she was just like so like committed to the bit like throughout the run yeah she, she was just awesome i just i love people like that that just like that show up and they're like okay i'm gonna be this character you yeah know? it's like a carnival
1: yeah yeah <laughs> dude yeah i did i remember seeing uh pictures of that and i was like oh wicked yeah it she I, was I I remember taking my uh taking my girlfriend to her first show and her only you know interaction to or you know knowledge of the scene was what I've like showed her and like what she's seen like online and so it's tying it back into like you know people dressing up and things like that and she was like well I don't have like any costume like I don't have anything to wear and I was like no 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 I was like you don't I was like, do you think that I dress up when I go? I was like, you don't have to like glitter out and like wear butterfly wings or dress up like a hot dog. Like you go in your street, like you go what's comfortable. Like these people are doing that because like that's what they want to do, you know, and they know that they can do that in this space and not be like, look at that weirdo. You know, it's kind of like free to do what you want. So I was like, wear, wear normal clothes. I was like, (laughs) you don't have to do that to go. And she was like, oh, Okay. I was like, yeah, it's like people there in normal clothes. There's people there wearing Chewbacca masks. I was like, (laughs) whatever floats your boat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Looks for real, for real. Yeah. Um, What are some other memories that pop into your head or crazy things that you've seen or just like amazing things that you've seen?
0: Yeah. So actually this, this summer I had a really heartwarming experience where, um, we, were, we went up to to Bangor, Maine for the Saturday show. Um, that was where I got my first fluff head, finally. Nice. Um, amazing show. They also played like a sick, like 30-minute Down With Disease. Um, but the day after, I actually, so they gave us, this was unusual, but the schedule, Sunday and Monday, the band was off. And then they were back on, on Tuesday in Philly. And so it was like, oh, like they gave us this Sunday to explore maine like let's explore because i love i love maine in the summertime and acadia national forest i've never been you gotta go it's it's so gorgeous in the summertime um yeah maine is maine is great it's really cold in the winter but in the summer it's it's perfect like the breeze is really really nice and you can you can hike and um pick fresh blueberries and eat lobster and yeah dude it sounds awesome and we went we went up to acadia national park on that sunday and just did a bunch of hiking and just this is one of the things i really love about you know about the whole fish community is like you can just be on a hiking trail and see someone else in donuts who you've never met before and it's like you're my best friend now and we're going up this mountain together and talking the whole way you know? yeah um so we met some really cool people um and there was this one guy um his his name's pete he's a friend of mine now and he just i he was um was sharing with us that like he had just he'd been going through like a a battle with with cancer and Mm. was was given like a death sentence that he had outlived and was like was just against the odds and like now like climbing this mountain together this was like his first time in years like doing anything this like physically like demanding right like climbing the mountain together with him and like dragging our weary shit asses up the mountain together and and supporting each other. And it was like such a beautiful like moment to share together. Um, Yeah. And that was like, that really, really touched me, left an impact on me.
1: Cause I mean, at that point, like you touched on it, it's like, you're part of your family. I mean, as corny as it sounds like we're all, we're all in this together. Yeah. Um, And especially with him outliving his quote unquote death sentence, you know, like, He's like, yo, I'm on borrowed time, like, let's do this. And then, like, you're getting to experience that with him. That's that's next level. And it's one of those things, like, you can't, like, you can explain it, but, like, that feeling, like, I can imagine, like, what that felt like for everyone involved. That's pretty yeah. fucking cool.
0: Yeah, it was really special, for sure.
1: That's awesome, man. Um Anything else before, before I let you go, A- anything else you want to share? Any, any other meme pages you want to
0: plug? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think like, what are some other like great fish memories? Yeah. It's hard that, like, like that to like, on
1: the spot, like be yeah. like, oh, cause you've seen so many crazy things, right? <laughs> For
0: sure. Yeah. Dark, dark and light. Like you said. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Just like, you know, pe- it's not everybody, but a lot of people are super, you know, super kind and just, you know, random acts of kindness. And it's awesome to see that. And, and it feels good to, you know, to do that now and then when you can as well and just and just pay it forward. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Ha- have you done any of
1: the uh, Dix Runs? Were you there last year?
0: In 2021?
1: Or, no, or I, I'm sorry. This year. I'm I wasn't there mind.
0: this year. But They're I was there in 20- twenty.
1: Gotcha. I was gonna say because the first time this year for the first time, and I, it it may not be the first time that they were there, but it was the first time that I had caught them um, on Shakedown, the big ass fucking parking lot, uh, not the main parking lot, but like the dusty Shakedown. Um, this year, there was a a pizza food truck there, and it was one of those things like it was like one of like the best pieces of pizza that I've got, it's like those New York style, like where the pizza is like this big and like, you're like carrying it around like on a plate that's this big. And dude, it's one of those things to where I normally, whenever I'm on the lot, like most of my money goes to food. I don't really buy shirts or anything like that. I'm just like, Hey, I want to try all this different food and stuff. And I came across this and it was such a hit. And I don't know how they didn't run out because like you, you, carrying around this slice and it looks like it came from like this like amazing like pizzeria and it came from this food truck and everyone's like yo where'd you get the pizza I'm like go three rows down walk about 40 feet that <laughs> It was just one of those things where it was like dude this is like what i'm looking forward to for the next dicks run just the fucking pizza and i'm bringing that up because i was gonna say if you were there i was gonna see if you saw it and if you remembered the name because I've looked, I've looked up, I don't even know if they were from Denver, but I've looked up Denver food truck pizza, like Dick's 2022 pizza. I'm like looking at people's, you know, pictures, trying to see if I can see the name on it. So I was going to see if you were there and if you remembered that, but you weren't there. I wasn't so there. Anyone that's decided. listening, <laughs> if you were at Dick's this year and you had some pizza from the food truck, what was the name? I'm trying to find out yeah man it's it's yeah. crazy the food the the i was gonna say the the swag but the um i guess this the scene with shakedown the dark the light the it's just i always feel like i just repeat myself when i'm talking about it because it's like it say the same thing over and over but it's one of those things where if you haven't experienced it
0: you got to experience it you do it's there's some th- some elements that can't really be put into words it just has to be seen to be believed. A hundred percent.
1: Speaking of that, have you have you caught them at the gorge?
0: No, but um, I saw. I know that it's rumored that they're playing there the weekend of June second next year. And oh, my I birthday. Love rumors. My birthday is June second, so if they are playing there, my birthday weekend, I may have to. I may have to send it over there for that. Dude,
1: you have to. I've been one time, and I think it was. 2018, 2019, yeah, it, no, 20s. It's either 2016, 2017, or 2018. I don't know, <laughs> but it was my first time there. And it's one of those things like we've all seen pictures of the gorge, right? But like, you have to first off, you have to camp, and like the walking from camp to up that the hill. gorge, like, yeah, you're walking up the yeah. hill, and as soon as you come over, you're like what like i caught myself just looking at the gorge like while fish is playing just like looking at the gorge more than i was like looking at the band you know <laughs> it's just like yeah. dude it's it'll take your breath away it's it's one of the craziest things that i've ever seen so if I they do play on your birthday you gotta yeah. go
0: i haven't seen fish there but i actually my my dad And my little brother and I went to the gorge a few years ago to go see to see Dead and Company there, and that was oh so you have you have been to the gorge. I've been to the gorge, but I haven't been to fish at the gorge. (laughs) Sitting here letting me explain it, and you're like, oh yeah, I want to interrupt. (laughs) I guess I did
1: say, have you seen fish at the gorge? You're like, no. I was like, well, let me tell you about it, and you're like, yeah, "Yeah, no. (laughs) 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 That's great. No, it is it is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so Dead & Company, that's because you said your parents kind of, like that's, they were into the Dead first. So like how many, how many Dead & Co. shows have you been to?
0: Um, I, I think I've seen Dead & Co. like eight or nine or 10 times, definitely gotcha. a few times over the years With
1: your parents or just like solo? Some,
0: some with my parents, some when I was living in Boston, some Northeast shows that were close by and stuff that mm-hmm. I was with friends and stuff.
1: So help me out with my math here. So you said you're 23. What year were you born? 99. Okay, 99. So I was gonna ask if um, if your parents like took you like as a kid or like as a baby to like any like OG Dead shows, but I guess you missed that boat a little bit. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, like they like got their shit together and started a family <laughs>
0: after the Dead, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, because you see pictures, and like you even see now, like at Fish, like people like you'll see babies there like with the big headphones on and stuff yeah. and I'm like that's cool like yeah. at some point you know because I was alive when Jerry was alive and if my parents aren't deadheads or anything but I've always wondered like you know what it would be like to be at a show as a kid obviously you're not going to remember it depending like how young you are right but just like to have that picture of like you being a baby at a dead show like wearing the earmuffs and everything it's like Gives you one of those badges I was talking about earlier. You got street cred. You are like, I
0: saw Jerry, man. Yeah, (laughs) I don't remember it, but I saw it. (laughs) I actually, I met somebody this summer who's my age, whose parents are super into fish, and so he's been going to see fish since he was like nine years old. And he vividly remembers, like, like Jones Beach, two thousand twelve. I remember he told me it was like one of his favorite concerts that he's seen. That's cool. So (laughs) that's cool. (laughs) And he was like twelve or thirteen years old back then. Yeah, I would
1: like to think that. You know I, I don't have any kids but at whenever i do assuming and hoping and praying that fish is still a thing you know i would like to think that i would at least take him to one you know just to have that memory right. being like, yeah so whenever you're older you can be like yeah i saw fish with the original lineup <laughs> Okay. Ian, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and talking fish. It's fun. I'm glad that I got to meet you. And, um, whenever we get some, uh, summer tour dates, uh, let's, let's stay in touch and maybe we'll catch a show and, and meet in real life. Definitely. Right on, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy the, uh, the beautiful weather in Miami and I'll, uh, I'll enjoy, uh, freezing my ass off here in Michigan. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on, Clay. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man.